This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. All right, welcome to the show for Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. No, I'm not Dan Patrick. I'm not coming to you from a man cave, but I could, I suppose, if I wanted to. No, I'm Nick Eber, and it's great to be with you as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We talked the beautiful game, and there is a lot to talk about today. The Champions League just continues to astound in what has to be one of the Champions League quarterfinal matches for the ages. Man City eliminated by Tottenham Hotspur in a match that had all sorts of controversy, all sorts of talking points, and we're going to talk about them all tonight on the show. If you have something to say, if you're a fan of City, if you feel terrible, your quadruple dreams have been shattered Give me a call, 800-878-7529. Liverpool supporters, where are you? Made easy work of Porto, but the mighty Messi beckons. 800-878-7529. Let's talk Ajax. Let's talk about the fact that there were four or five academy prospects, academy players on that team. Kids that came up through the academy, now seasoned professionals. Average age on this team, 24 years old. Let's talk Ajax because they are in the semifinals, if you can believe that. Big news here domestically. It looks like Major League Soccer is now taking, well, baby steps, shall we say, towards joining the rest of the world in following the FIFA guidelines, as they will now pay, I guess it's some form of solidarity payments to academy clubs. But, you know, I'm no lawyer. I don't even play one on television. But you know what? I do know one or two, and I've got the best football lawyer in America right here on the show coming up right after the break to explain what on earth is going on with Major League Soccer. Are they mad? All right, got to go to break. Find me on Twitter. I'm at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. That's where I am. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world via the American Forces Network. It's great to be with you. If you're listening to us on iHeart or TuneIn Radio or the award-winning SiriusXM app, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you. I'm going to take a break. Be right back after this. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. 
We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at getethos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. <laughs> Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to getethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. Getethos.com. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right, so you're back with me, Nick Eber, here on Fifth Street Soccer. Here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and, of course, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Lots going on in the world of football. Obviously, the Champions League, a massive talking point. And out of that particular episode of quarterfinal matches, we have so much to talk about as relates to VAR uh, decisions, what the meaning of his goal is. I want to talk about an absolutely atrociously ludicrous article written by Bill Hazley in uh, Deadspin today. Uh, really really silly. Uh, Anyway, 
Before we get to that, though, there is a much more important topic, really, here in the United States that is uh, going to have all sorts of ramifications across the soccer pyramid here in America. We're talking about the notice today that Major League Soccer is going to adopt training compensation and solidarity payments. Now, I would bore you to tears if I were to tell you, uh, try to explain to you what I think it means, and I'd probably be wrong. So in order to be right and not bore you to, bore you to tears, I brought on board the best football lawyer in America, and also, I might add, the most entertaining one, Bob Caldwell from Colossar and Latham. Bob, thanks for coming on the show again. Nick, hey, it's great to be back, and I appreciate you letting me bore the death out of everybody instead of you. I <laughs> know you explain it so well. Bob, this is a huge move. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, and, and you were intimating that we, we might get a decision, we might get some movement. But explain to our listeners or people that are maybe not fully aware just what this uh, ruling decision uh, has means for the soccer landscape and and precisely uh, how it is going to be executed. Yeah, absolutely, Nick. And and some of the details are still coming out. MLS released uh, a press release about 5 o'clock this afternoon, uh, Pacific time, right on the edge of the nice Easter weekend, sneaking in that it will finally join the rest of the world and adopt the training, compensation, and solidarity payments that FIFA asks uh, to be included by every member association around the world. What that means is that if a player trains at a youth club, when they sign their first professional contract, the the club that is going to make them a pro has to compensate any youth clubs that helped develop that player. And so there's a little formula that FIFA uses depending on the size of the country uh, that roughly approximate what it would cost per year to train a player in that country. And essentially the argument is if you're going to take somebody else's player that they've invested in, it's only fair for you to recoup or for them to recoup uh, what it costs them per year to train that player. So, again, there's a formula. It's it's based on uh, how expensive it is to train a player in a country and how old that kid is. So, for example, when a kid is younger, it takes less money for them to be trained. When they're older, it uh, it takes a bit more. That's one thing. That's called training compensation, and that's basically when somebody signs a first pro contract. We've got this situation that's happening in MLS where they're finally realizing that they're missing out on some money. And so... You know, we look at these kids that are, for example, training at L.A. Galaxy's Academy. We don't lock our kids up to pro contracts necessarily as early as they do in other countries. And so uh, Chivas USA or, I'm sorry, Chivas de Guadalajara or Club America might come up and find a very attractive-looking dual national and say, hey, come on down and play for us. We don't have to pay the Galaxy anything because – MLS doesn't participate in this mechanism. And so we're seeing a lot of of young, talented kids going abroad to other countries, signing pro deals, and it's leaving those MLS academies that that educated a player without any money for having done so. So that's one thing. The other side of that is called solidarity. And solidarity means that if a player transfers internationally, uh, then 5% of the transfer fee is divided up among the clubs that helped raise that player and 
and make them who they are. And so we see that, for example, uh, it would be due if uh, when Christian Pulisic moves from Dortmund over to Chelsea, um, his club says maybe they don't need the money or don't want it, but uh, it would be due. And so there would be a huge windfall to the youth clubs that help develop a player whenever that player transfers internationally uh, at, in the term of their contract. So this does not necessarily apply to free agents, uh, but players that require a transfer fee to be sold. It leaves a lot of questions, Nick. It is an international transfer one that would include a transfer from the Seattle Sounders over to the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, to what extent will non-MLS clubs be able to participate? And it's going to take some time for these to shake out, but this could be groundbreaking when it comes to the development of youth soccer and the eventual elimination or reduction of the pay-to-play system that we've seen for many years. Yeah, interestingly enough, uh, Bob, as you're explaining this, of course, one of the things that immediately comes to mind is, with the exception of just a few academies, almost all youth systems in America are pay-to-play meaning that they've already been compensated for training that player because most of them are for-profit entities. Most of them make a fair amount of money for the people that run them. Uh, so it's not like money is flowing down, going to flow down the waterfall to these poor clubs that don't receive anything. Now, that's not always the case, and clearly there are a number of Major League Soccer academies who foot the bill for their academy players. Not all of them, at least the last time I looked, there were still a few that didn't quite run on that model still, but I believe they are transitioning. But then I look at this, Bob, and I see that there's a little, uh, a little small print on this, and it gets me concerned about how Major League Soccer might be able to uh, rig this against anybody but themselves, and that is the fact that clubs get recognized within a confederation as category one to four. So, for example, uh, MLS team would be category two, maybe uh, an academy would be category three, and if you go down the list, you know, maybe the uh, San Diego Surf would be category four, and they might only get $1,000 as opposed to $40,000. Do you see that as being an issue? No, Nick. Um, it, it's a little bit misunderstood. The category one through four system is not within a country. It is for a country. And, and what I mean by that is FIFA has tried to develop a table that approximates where it is more or less expensive to develop talent. And it's a country-by-country country decision. Many of the African countries, for example, are cat four. Most of the Europe, well, all of the European countries just about are cat one. USA right now is cat two. They could change that and ask to be cat one. Um, so we look at it on a country by country basis. And so if a kid had trained at downtown Las Vegas soccer club here in Las Vegas, if they had trained at Crossfire Premier, up in the suburbs of Seattle, wherever it may be. It does not need to be an MLS academy. U.S. Sorry. soccer basically says we estimate that we spend about Category 2 money per year to train a player. So if you were to go from a Category 2 country and sign a pro deal with a Category 1, you know, that's how that table works. So it wouldn't necessarily affect it that way, fortunately. 
Bob, that's absolutely fascinating, and I, I did I I didn't understand that. So thank you for clearing that up. What I want to ask you, though, and you know, Bob, we're just about out of time in this segment. I'm wondering, can you stay on for a little bit longer, or do you have to go? Absolutely, I'll stick around. Okay, great. We'll still we'll keep you around for the next segment because, Bob, I really want to ask you. Why it's taken this long to get the movement from U.S. soccer, Major League Soccer, whoever the culprit has been? And I want to ask that question of you. Of course, I will do that when we come back. You're listening to Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, American Forces, iHeart, TuneIn, award-winning Sirius XM app. Quite frankly, you could just lick your finger, wear some tinfoil on your head, and stick your finger out the window and you will pick this show up. That's how everywhere we are right here. I'm on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. By the way, my guest, Bob Caldwell, who will rejoin us after the break, is at Caldwell, C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L-E-S-Q. That's his Twitter handle. This is a fascinating discussion. We'll pick it up on the other side. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back in three minutes. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. 
You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 All right, well, uh, solidarity payments, training, compensation... FIFA articles, rules, regulations, laws, it all sounds so complicated, but at the end of the day, it's all very, actually, very important. I welcome back to the guest line and to the show, my good friend, uh, football lawyer, Mr. Bob Caldwell. Uh, Bob, I asked you before the break, why was the U.S. Soccer Federation opposed to these solidarity payments uh, going back a number of years, because my reading of this is that they were actually the impediment to making this happen. Yeah, you know, it, it gets back into some litigation that was filed in the first couple of years of MLS's existence. MLS has a, a model that for, you know, much of the world is just completely different. And they structured a model to help them survive those early days, and they've done so successfully. But it was a model where one entity owns uh, all of MLS, and the players are contracted with that one entity. And there were some concerns about whether that violated U.S. antitrust laws. And so part of an early lawsuit about antitrust uh, was how that U.S. soccer said, hey, if we think it's going to help us avoid antitrust, we will agree that we won't participate in uh, solidarity and transfer. Compensation. So that was very early on. The league's changed a lot since then. It's grown up. Uh, the market for players has changed since then. And maybe most importantly, uh, American players are now uh, a valuable commodity on the world stage. And so MLS looked at players like Weston McKenney, Sebastian Soto, Alex Mendez, and many others leaving before they signed their first pro deals with MLS and going over to. Germany, to Europe, to Mexico, to different places. And those clubs who had an incredibly valuable asset said, hey, um, we just lost uh, uh, an asset that we've spent the last several years developing. This isn't fair. So I think that's part of the reason is that uh, they looked at it and said, we should be participating in this. So it's not so much. The original concern may have been that we'd have to pay other clubs to sign their talent. Now it's other clubs are taking ours without adequate compensation. So what was originally some resistance is now uh, probably coalesced the different MLS clubs in saying that uh, we want to be part of this. Now, the timing is, is interesting. As, as your listeners will know from our prior discussions, there is a pending case at FIFA. Crossfire United has uh, filed a claim within FIFA to try and get money from Yedlin's transfer over to the Tottenham Hotspur. By the way, congratulations to Tottenham on defeating the evil empire of Manchester City in a beautiful uh, use of the VAR. But that notwithstanding, uh, Tottenham was ready and willing to pay 
Crossfire and the other youth clubs that developed uh, DeAndre Yedlin, interestingly, even willing to pay the University of Akron, an NCAA club, so to speak, who appeared on his player passport. And at some point, U.S. Soccer said, no, you're not going to do that. So MLS ended up taking some compensation uh, for that transfer, and clubs like Crossfire United up in Seattle got nothing. And so there is a pending case. That's right. (laughs) So there's a pending case in front of the DRC right now. It was heard, I believe, on Friday. Do you think that it is a coincidence that a case that's been pending in front of FIFA for three years will probably have a decision released in the next week or so, and just out of nowhere, MLS is now adopting training and solidarity payments. Very interesting coincidence in timing, uh, if you believe in these coincidences. But nonetheless, regardless of how it happened, this could be potentially huge for youth soccer development in the U.S., and it should be welcomed. Yeah, it could. I'm just wondering, you know, what sort of sanction? I mean, look, U.S. soccer apparently went so far as to threaten to desanction the Dallas Texans for demanding money over Clint Dempsey's transfers. I mean, you know, the the, the sort of the, the level of control that these authority authoritarian organizations, the the ruling and government governing bodies of the sport in this country attempt to exert their control and their vision of how this sport should be run sometimes is a little alarming bob well it is nick and when you asked me the question about who was against this that was very clear today if it wasn't before the mls players association is against this they believe that this will drive up the price of acquisition of their talent pool and it might now, if uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach wants to sign a kid from downtown Las Vegas, they're going to have to pay training compensation. And if they were only looking at bringing that kid over on a minimum deal, and now they have to pay ten, tens of thousands in training comp, they may think again. That uh, makes it more difficult for that kid to get an opportunity over in Europe. It makes it more difficult for the agents to earn fees on that transaction. Uh, And so there is an argument to be made that this could stifle player movement. MLSPA also has uh, a very interesting argument. They said, okay, this is all well and good that you're adopting these two provisions of the FIFA rules uh, on training and status of players, but why are you avoiding so many other rules at FIFA at the same time when it's convenient? Ah. As we discussed last week, like the Article 9 of the FIFA regulations. So right, there's that, some good points yes. out there, for sure. Well, it's baby steps, Bob. I mean, obviously they, they do it because they see how it benefits them, and possibly the fact that when they do take their we're a unique market and do things totally differently from everybody else, when they do get taken to the CAS about this, they don't win. And so maybe this is a realization. Maybe this is one step uh, on a long path towards normal normalizing uh, the game in the United States to the way it operates in the in the rest of the world. But Bob, back to what you said about the, the players' association, I didn't, I wasn't under the impression that solidarity payments and training comp were extra payments. It was a percentage of the agreed upon transfer fee, though, right? So it's not like an extra five percent. It's five percent of that no, transfer fee that was negotiated. 
That's right. 95% of the transfer fee would go to the selling club, and 5% the buying club has to set aside. And it is their duty through the FIFA transfer matching system to ascertain where that money needs to go and to pay it out. So it does not change the cost of a player from that perspective. Uh, That's on solidarity payments. But on training comp, this is something that right now the U.S. clubs have not been asking for. And so uh, previously, U.S. talent was pretty cheap to sign because you could avoid the training comp. Now, clubs can waive training comp. So if a club has a good relationship with a player and that kid has his heart set on playing over in Germany, the selling club could say, well, I guess it wouldn't be the selling club. It would be the developing club, which could have also sold him. Um, that club could say, we won't collect it because we realize that if we tried to, this transaction doesn't go forward. So if there's a, a club that's benevolent and says, this is the best opportunity for this kid, we'll waive our ex tens of thousands a year, that could still happen. But MLSPA says, hey, this is going to be an impediment to the movement of American players. Now, to be fair, it may be an impediment, but all this is doing is leveling the playing field. These have existed for acquiring players in Europe and South America for a long time. In fact, even Canada has permitted a form of this for quite some time. So this isn't necessarily putting the U.S. youth or players at a disadvantage. It's just putting them on an equal playing field with the rest of the world. Uh, Interesting stuff, Bob. Uh, Very interesting indeed. When I think about this, though, I wonder about if you think about solidarity payments. So you're telling me that if if the LA Galaxy sell a player to uh, the Montreal Impact, whatever they are, or, or, or give it to, <laughs> or to Toronto, of course they couldn't do that, to Toronto, um, they'd have to pay a solidarity payment? Well, this is where it gets really complicated. If you look at the single letter entity? of the law, that's right. So is that a transfer? So it, it's definitely a change of registration. So a, a kid that would be registered or a player that would be registered with the U.S. Soccer Federation is going to have to register with Canada. So it is a change of association. But is it a change in the middle of someone's contract? Possibly not. It's, it's going to be a little bit interesting to see how everything shakes out. I don't think you're going to see any training compensation, I'm sorry, any solidarity payments due in inter-MLS transfers, even between the USA and Canada, at least not right away. Um, I just don't see that MLS would have the interest to, to allow that. But down the road, if somebody wanted to be creative and once again challenge something with DRC, anything's possible. Wow. It creates all sorts of interesting permutations. Bob, thank you so much for coming on. I know you've got uh, a few places to go. Uh, let's chat next week. Let's continue the discussion. Uh, let's bring up the pro-rel discussion some more because uh, it's been getting heated as well. And um, uh, let's continue the, the debate, shall we? Sounds great, Nick. And if anybody has questions about this or other issues, they can hit me up on Twitter, as you said, at Caldwell Esquire, Caldwell ESQ. Thanks so much. All right, Bob, cheers. That's uh, Bob Caldwell from Colossar and Latham coming on, uh, giving us a primer in uh, this solidarity and payments and training compensation. Very important stuff, by the way.
um, could potentially change the face of soccer in this country as we know it. This is Fist Street Soccer. I am Nick Gieber. When we come back, let's talk Champions League football. Let's talk VAR, as Bob mentioned, and a ridiculous, really, one of the dumbest articles I've read for a long time in Deadspin. I'm going to going to call the guy out on this one. Be right back after this. Messi! When you're looking for quality auto parts, shop O'Reilly Auto Parts. With thousands of parts and accessories in stock and online, you're sure to find what you need. With quick in-store delivery for those hard-to-find parts and accessories. Shop your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or OReillyAuto.com. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn. Trimming the Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. But you got to have the right tools for the jewels, or you'll look like you use the machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. No, 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 not that perfect package. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Oh, yeah. Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller. Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit manscaped.com and use promo code USA. Again, use promo code USA at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. At Indeed, we understand that when it comes to hiring, it's important to have a large talent pool to choose from. But sometimes too many good options can be overwhelming. That's why Indeed doesn't just give you access to a large pool of job seekers. We also offer screener tools that let you instantly narrow down your search. Hone in on hiring with Indeed. Increase your visibility to great candidates with a free sponsored job upgrade on your first job posting at Indeed.com slash promo. The sponsored job upgrade is a $50 sponsored job credit. Users are charged once the credit is spent or it expires. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. My life. Nick Eber here. This is Street Soccer. 
Interesting discussion with Bob Caldwell last segment. Once again, want to thank Bob for coming on. A great guy, by the way. A, a good friend of mine and really just a, a terrific guy. Uh, just his love of the game is uh, uh, it, it is massive. And he's not only a, a super football lawyer, but he is a super fan as well. Uh, big fan of German football. Very, very heavily involved with Borussia Mönchengladbach in Germany. Uh, anyway, great guy. Hit him up on Twitter. That's Caldwell, C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L-E-S-Q. Uh, he's on, that's him on Twitter if you want to chat to him. Uh, by the way, uh, some interesting news coming out. Speaking of Twitter, I, I know I said I'm going to get to the Champions League, and I promise you, do not fear, folks, I will get to the Champions League. Um, MLS announcing they're expanding to 30 teams. Now, this is no surprise to me. And as Ben Fast on Twitter, BW Fast, pointed out, MLS used to say that expansion would stop at 24. But rising competition in the lower divisions, he says due to the pro-rel for USA buzz, keeps generating threatening clubs and leagues that Major League Soccer must subdue and absorb. And now they want to expand to 30. I actually don't necessarily agree with Ben because, you see, I don't think, Major League Soccer gives a rat's ass about anybody outside of Major League Soccer. But what I do think they like very much is the moolah that comes into their pockets from those tra- from the uh, franchise fees. Keep in mind, it's not really a franchise fee because when you – let's just say I wish to uh, open a, uh, a Major League Soccer team, start one in – I don't know. Where don't we have one? Uh, Where don't we have one yet? Let's say, um, gosh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I would simply go to Major League Soccer and say, here's my market. Here's this beautiful stadium that uh, preferably I've got all the taxpayer suckers to pay for. And here's my 150 mil. And they'd say, welcome. We love you. But then what will happen is, I don't actually kind of own that team. I actually own the right to operate that team. But I own then a piece of Major League Soccer. I become an investor uh, who has a right to operate the team in that market. Because all the players obviously belong to Major League Soccer because it's a single entity. Crazy, wacko, ridiculously lunatic system. It's worked well to get soccer where it is in this country up till now, but definitely in need of a change. So I would suggest the expansion to 30 teams and 34 and ultimately 38 teams is just because they need money. Uh, So much is going to depend on the next iteration of the Major League Soccer broadcast rights because broadcasting revenue is the lifeblood of professional sports leagues. And quite honestly, Major League Soccer does not generate meaningful broadcast revenue. In order to do that, they have to get meaningful viewership numbers. In order to do that, they have to have a product that people outside of the core supporters groups in those markets want to watch. Uh, The problem is, is that they don't because they have parity, they have salary caps, and so you're going to see the best players in the world, uh, not in Major League Soccer, but you're going to see them in the Premier League. You're going to see them in the Champions League or in the Bundesliga or wherever, etc., etc. You get the idea. So that's kind of how it flows. And that is my segue to the greatest club competition on the planet, which is the, the UEFA Champions League. And my, oh my, we had some quarterfinal matchups absolutely for the ages. Uh, we spoke uh, last time out about Juventus. Uh, getting knocked out by these kids at Ajax, 24 years old, the average age. Astounding. 
Cristiano Ronaldo and Juventus gone from the Champions League. And by the way, don't expect to see Juventus here with Cristiano Ronaldo in the United States because these rape charges that are against him in my hometown of Las Vegas are going to preclude uh, the team to, from coming to the United States as I'm pretty sure he does not want to get arrested and thrown in the pokey, which is basically what would happen. Uh, Barcelona make uh, work of Man United. You know, I wouldn't say Man United... Uh, went down with a whimper. Uh, they didn't. They fought back. There were times, uh, particularly early on in the in the second leg, where they looked uh, like they were threatening, maybe a little bit. Uh, but ultimately, it was the uh, Lionel Messi show, and he made a messy of Manchester United's Champions League hopes. The other matches: Liverpool, Porto. Liverpool making quick work of Porto. Six-one aggregate victory. Uh, sends the Portuguese champs back to Portugal, sends Liverpool through to the semi-finals where they will face off against Barcelona in what I think is a lot more evenly matched uh, um, match than maybe some of the pundits think it will be. And then it brings us to the second match, which was this unreal match between Tottenham and Manchester City at the Etihad. Tottenham coming into that match with a 1-0 lead which they got at their brand-new stadium. I believe it was their first match at their new stadium. Of course, Aguero missing a penalty for Manchester City in that match, which really, at the end of the day, haunted them badly. But in what was a sublime goal fest, Tottenham, without their talisman Harry Kane, put together a stunning performance and did what they had to do in scoring three goals at the Etihad to eliminate Manchester City from the Champions League and crush their quadruple dreams, crush Pep Guardiola's hope of getting to the Champions League final. Look, Pep Guardiola was brought in not so that Manchester City can win the Premier League title. He was brought in to win the Champions League. And I am a big Pep Guardiola fan. By the way, I'm not a Man City hater, so... Please, what I'm saying today, I, there, are only, there really only is one team I hate, and, and that's Manchester United. And I'm not all that fond of Real Madrid and Barcelona, to be fair. But uh, I'm not saying this from any par- partiality towards Manchester City or not. But Guardiola was brought in to win the Champions League, and he is not doing that. And while they are winning, they won the uh, the League Cup, and they're in the FA Cup final, and if they win every game and uh, Liverpool do the same, then uh, Manchester City will win the title, and uh, it will be an incre- it has been an incredible title race, as the folks on NBC were saying over the weekend. Really, both these teams deserve the trophy. But then, guys, this isn't AYSO. You know, this is the big boy league. Um It was the drama, two particular pieces of drama, other than Son's quick uh, brace of goals in this match to let Manchester City know that Spurs weren't going anywhere. But there were two pieces of drama that really stood out. One is uh, Llorente's goal for Tottenham, where it sort of comes off his waist, maybe brushes his arm, he turns his body, it goes into the net. The referee calls for VAR, he goes over, he looks at the angles, and he shrugs his shoulders, which is something I've almost never seen a referee do after looking at the angles on this, and allows the goal to stand. In other words, saying, I have not seen enough to make me overturn the initial ruling on the field, which was a goal. Now, 
this can and will be debated, I'm sure, in days and weeks to come. I believe this was not a handball because Llorente's arm was not in an unnatural position at all. I mean, where else could his arm have been? It was on his side. It was sort of glued to his side, actually. And, yeah, the ball looks like the ball brushed the arm and then hit him in the midriff and then went into the goal. But the referee had a lot of views of this, and he is the referee, he is the official, and he decided that this was a goal. The other one was right at the end, uh, 90 minutes plus two, Raheem Sterling comes in, beautiful play, scores a goal, the whole stadium erupts, they think they've won it. They put the dagger in the heart of Spurs with just a couple of minutes left. But wait a minute. It's VAR time, and the goal is adjudicated to have been offside. Now, in fact, it was offside. So that's that. And it was nice to hear Pep Guardiola not really complaining about the decisions after the match, because guess what? The decisions were correct, both of them. But I want to draw your attention to an article in Deadspin by Bill Hasley says VAR will ruin everything. Is that it? VAR will ruin everything. I'm going to read you just a bit of this. Quote, Sterling's once-in-a-lifetime goal sent the home Manchester City fans in attendance to a state of pure, roaring ecstasy. Sterling could hardly contain himself, sprinting around and screaming and flailing his arms around in no discernible pattern before finally mustering enough composure to pull off a knee slide and a great big fist pump in front of the euphoric crowd. Pep Guardiola, no doubt the one man on the pitch with the most to lose for the match's outcome, saw Sterling's shot go in and went pogoing down the sideline with joyous abandon, as if a weight so enormous had been lifted from him that he now believed he could fly. Untold millions witnessed something truly spectacular with their very own eyes, saw and felt the entire spectrum of possible emotions in light of what they'd seen, and then a ruinously stupid system of video replay retroactively nullified the act, rendering everything the goal meant and felt like meaningless. The VAR decision that Aguero was offside when he started the move that culminated in Sterling's would-be winner, and so the play shouldn't have been, should have been flagged before it had begun, that decision was correct. But that it's even possible for the video assistant to correct the call on the field after it had happened is a much bigger and more dangerous problem than any blown call could ever be. I'm telling you, I've read claptrap and garbage and crap before coming from sports journalists, but nothing quite to this level. We know how difficult a goal is. We know the import of a single score can be in this game. In this case, we're talking about a berth in the semifinals of the biggest, best, most important club competition on the planet. And this guy is telling me that because the crowd were rapturous that an illegal goal has been scored, it's somehow wrong that the goal was illegal. Emotion is trumping the integrity of the game. The sporting integrity is gone. doesn't matter to this guy because, hey, you know, the atmosphere in the stadium. Well, if that's the case, then we should just not play the game and we should just make the winner uh, the team that has the best atmosphere in the stadium, the most rapturous fans, the best goal celebration. Maybe the players can do the icky shuffle if you remember that. 
I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. The integrity of a goal is critical. Both these decisions were correct. I'm sorry that Aguero was offside for Manchester City supporters, but guess what? He was offside. It was an illegal goal, and it was called back. And yes, it certainly may be a case, as was witnessed by Mohamed Salah's uh, first goal in the Porto match uh, this week, where he scores, and then they kind of wait because he thinks maybe he might have been offside. But he wasn't, and then the goal was given, and he celebrated. It might change how we celebrate goals if we think they may be a little iffy. But come on, surely the integrity of the game, making sure that goal is correct, making sure that 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 there are no no one is hard done by by the facts that should be much more important whether than whether Pep Guardiola feels like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders and he can now fly or whether Raheem Sterling can uh, do the fist pump and and uh, do the slide down the sidelines i mean come on that's just a, that's just that's puerile it's stupid it's it's a, it's dumb what, who wants to read that nonsense anyway i just did Congratulations to Tottenham. But I tell you what, Ajax, that's uh, not going to be an easy opponent to overcome. All right, break time. So I'm going to do just that. I'll be right back to wrap it up here on Fifth Street Sports. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Boy, well, if you didn't get enough of watching uh, Manchester City and Spurs uh, play uh, really important matches, <laughs> uh, and I tell you, it was a veritable uh, football fest in the Champions League, we get to do it all over again on Saturday when uh, Man City will host Spurs once again at the Etihad. And this time, Spurs have the chance to. Uh, put the kibosh on Manchester City's Premier League title aspirations for this season. It could well be that Spurs are the absolute boogeyman team for Manchester City this year. And who would have thought? Particularly a Spurs without Harry Kane. But as we mentioned before, sometimes they're just better without Harry Kane. They push Deli Alley up, they play Llorente, Son can come through. Anyway... Uh, great stuff. In terms of Premier League fixtures this weekend, we'll talk about all of them tomorrow. Uh, but really, that's the big one. And then the two biggies on Sunday would be Everton, Man United at Goodison. And Cardiff-Liverpool, I guess you consider that a big one. Yeah, I suppose it is, really. Cardiff, relegation battlers. And uh, Liverpool cannot afford uh, to lose a match uh, because they have Manchester City breathing down their necks with a game in hand. All right, folks, that's the show. Hope you've enjoyed it once again. Want to thank my guest, Bob Caldwell from Colossar and Latham, coming on talking about these uh, training comp- this training compensation and solidarity payment issue, which Major League Soccer have now agreed to pay. Not because they are uh, wonderfully generous or because they're, they're philanthropic in nature. You know why? Because they think they can make some money. So that's what it is. That is the driver. Money, 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 money. You know that. We've spoken about this time and time again. Anyway, great to chat with Bob. We'll chat with him again next week. We'll get an update. And don't be surprised, I guess, to hear an announcement that the Yedlin case was found uh, in favor of the solidarity payments. All right. I will be back on the air with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, as I am each and every weeknight right here on the Sports Byline Network and Sirius XM 211 dan patrick sports so until then have a great night enjoy the football stay safe and i'll speak to you tomorrow